<laughs> Welcome back, season two. This is the first episode of season two. Do you feel honoured? Yes, we've made it to season two. Yes. Well, honoured that you get to be the first guest as well. Yay. My very, my special guest, my first ever guest. Um, so we're changing the structure of how we do the podcast episodes. So first up, Chaz and I are going to play a little card game where we pull a card. It's just actually a game and it's a question and then we, we kind of answer it. It's a bit of fun um, insight, I suppose, but then we'll get into the main part of the podcast, which will be for this episode, answering a listener's question for the podcast that they wanted us to go over. And then at the end, I will pull a card for them, which can also, you can see how you can relate it to your life as well. Um, but as a thank you. So if you want to make suggestions for topics for Chaz and I to go over or if uh, for me to go over, um, you will receive a card reading at the end. Now, question for today, Chaz. Which people in your life support you the most and do you spend enough time with them? Mm. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, well, obviously, Ashley supports me the most. Aww. Uh, and then, like, my parents obviously support me as well. Um, they're helping us out right now by letting us live back in, back in the homestead. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of friends I can just call on as well, um, and they they would they would come to my aid if I ever needed them, which I think is like something that's very very valuable. Mm-hmm. I'd love to spend more time with my friends, but that's just like a socialite thing. I'm, I'm an extrovert. That is um, very true. You get energy from hanging out with people. Yeah, I would, and I would say like a lot of my close friends are slightly more introverted than I am. So they probably don't need to see me as much as I need to see them. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we're getting busier in adult life, I kind of hang out with my friends a bit less, which is disappointing in some ways, but inevitable also. It's also a two-way street. Like you can't, yeah, you can't always hang out with people if they don't have the capacity to hang out as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I also think, and I'm answering this question for myself, but for both of us, is um, the people that support us the most, I would say, are our mums. <laughs> we both, like, I, I said this earlier, but you had earbuds in, you were listening. Um, but both of our mums really sub- try to support everything that we do, and not just because they feel like they have to, because they want to. Um, and that that's really loving. And so I recently have been trying to spend more time with both of our mums and having conversations with them because um, it's really beautiful. There's a lot of love there. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me think of the saying, uh, you've got a face only your mum would love in some sense. Excuse, excuse me? Not, <laughs> <laughs> not you literally, but I, like, I don't know. I kind of go the other direction and I feel like almost every mum loves their kid unconditionally, even though they could be the biggest mistake ever. Yeah. And not like their existence is a mistake, but they've just chosen like some, some poor paths that they've gone down. And the best thing about mums is they're always, hopefully, in most cases, I, I, from what I've seen in my short little experience of life is that your mum's always going to try and be there to um, accept you for who you are and guide you back to 
um, being loved again and, and on, a, on a better path. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen to mums. So <laughs> the question uh, that we got this week was, what are your thoughts on coincidences and do you believe in them? Are you literally asking me that? I am. I want to see where you want to go with it. Ah, uh, that's, that's a really tough question. I guess I would have like a, some sense of faith in the fact that I think a lot, a lot of experiences tend to happen for what seems like a reason, but it's also that scenario where something seems like it happened for a reason after the fact, like having that foresight. Is it foresight? What, what is it when you're looking backwards? Hindsight. Hindsight, sorry. Having that, like it's, everything seems like it's in perspective and the dominoes fell into place with hindsight. It also could be just the fact that my life has been predominantly pretty positive. Um, like if you're in a negative, like a quite a, like a bit of a dark space, you might think that not everyone happens for a reason. You're a victim of your circumstances. And mm-hmm. so those people might struggle to have that kind of view. But it's interesting how things pop up in your life when you and you. It seems like they pop up and you you see them. And if if you can take gratitude for those moments and have like a positive outlook, you can be like, oh wow, maybe I needed to see that. A perfect example was um, at work recently. There was this situation happening, um, and I, I like I, I wasn't part of this situation. I just caught wind of it talking with one of my colleagues. But my colleagues was in a, a my colleague was in a meeting with the principal and. Um, admin was trying to get to our principal, but our principal was there to have a meeting with my colleague. And they were saying there was some kind of urgent situation he needed to attend to. And he just handled it with the utmost calmness. Like my, my, my colleague was just describing how calm he was. And he like in, intentionally like finished the conversation and the points he was making with my colleague and kind of saw out the meeting in this, this manner that didn't rise like any kind of stress or didn't push the the stress of the situation onto anyone else and everyone like it got to the point where like a staff member came down to collect him and they're like oh you need to come up now and the phone rang again they're like we need you and he still was just so calm and there's like this story um in the bible and it talks about jesus on the middle of this uh massive lake Mm -hmm. and this huge storm comes and jesus is like resting Mm -hmm. And this storm comes over and the lake's like so vicious that they're going to capsize and the boat's going to go under. And the guys come down to where Jesus is resting and they say to him like, Master, we're all going to die. We're here to just essentially pray with you and say like our last words kind of thing. And he, Jesus kind of goes, aren't I the son of God? Like have faith, like I'll make this go away. And he does. Um, but like Jesus in that moment is the takeaway from the story is he's just dead calm. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, what are you talking about guys? Have faith. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just interesting. Cause like that story popped to my head when Luke was telling me this and I was like, wow, he really, like, I always find it so impressive when someone embodies the teaching that they say they're practicing and like they live it and I was like wow that was like a a really cool moment where he was showing and demonstrating his Christianity in such like a strong way Mm. and I was like that's that was one of those moments where I was like oh 
I like I haven't had too many moments like not to offend any of like the people I work with but like I've been looking for moments where I can like hold on to and be inspired by some of my um higher ups and that was one of those moments where I was like wow that was really inspiring I can see why he's the man for this job Mm. like it just made sense in that moment I was like he's so good at what what that is right there that's why he's got that job Mm -hmm. and yeah I don't know it just was like I've been thinking about it for like a a good couple days now and I'm I was just so humbled by it and also like felt like this gratitude for being able to get to be around people like that it was so cool Mm -hmm. um so me seeing that situation well not literally seeing it but I I actually went and complimented him on how he handled it later that day um and me getting to hear about that experience and just have a conversation with him about it um and the humility of it I was like in my head I kind of thought of it as like it's interesting like because I was asking for that kind of thing to happen in some sense. Like I was like, I would really love to like see some inspiration from some of my higher ups mm. um, to motivate me to want to find a place possibly higher up the food chain in my work workspace, right, um, and, and be a leader in, in the community. And uh, that, that, that inspired me to, to want to chase more and was that a coincidence? I don't know, but it, it definitely was kind of something I'd been thinking about and it kind of got answered in a sense through that experience. And it, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, even the idea, if you're thinking about coincidences, right, and chance and fate or, yeah, whatever, it, if you're looking, if you had been there, would it have had the same impact on you? And would you have had that conversation with your principal and made your way to go out out of your way to have that conversation? This is why I like looking at like things like coincidence and, and chance versus like free will and choice because there's just so many possibilities. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I find it really hard to articulate. Well, there's there's a literal, literally a million paths your life could go down. Yeah, it's infinite choices and infinite end end games. <laughs> that that's very true. Yeah. Um. I what when I hear the word coincidence, what comes to mind is that quote, which is once is chance or once is luck, twice is a coincidence, and three times is a pattern. Mm. I don't know if I stand by that statement even. I really don't. I think I think something something will feel like uh, like a, it depends what your your idea of coincidence is. Like mm-hmm. coincidence, this that word almost sounds like it has a certain level of luck to it. Like oh, that just two things happen to happen at the same time. Um, whereas I guess what I'm talking about is more like a. Uh, destiny in some sense like Mm. is your path kind of laid out before you in some way Mm. um and so yeah it depends how you look at coincidence it depends how you want to look at it well yeah i don't know maybe we should actually like get the dictionary meaning up of what coincidence actually means i would like that yes um i can keep talking while you look it up well i was okay i was gonna keep talking how dare you i'll get a phone trying to steal my podcast from me um i've completely lost my train of thought but yep oh 
Maybe that's why I should have kept talking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Being I'm bullied. playing with you. <laughs> um, well, okay. What I was saying was it really depends on how you want to look at coincidence. So you get the, that's where you get choice, right? So you can choose to believe in coincidences and you can choose to believe that nothing is a coincidence. You can choose, it's, you get to take a step back in that moment and choose what feels truest for you and what, not only what feels truest for you, but what makes your life better. Does it make your life better to believe that in coincidences or to not believe in coincidences. And I tend to go back and forth. I have a very logical side of me, but I also, because I am quite spiritual, I also have that very um, everything happens for a reason mentality. But there's no issue in believing in both. There's, there's room for both ideas within the same mind, that everything happens for a reason and that everything is a choice. Because there are some things that you, you're, you know, you're born to your parents and that, that happened. That was, to me, that's like fate. That's just, it, it was just going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a, a, you know, a slim chance that that was going to happen if you want to talk like mathematically. But, <laughs> but you can't help who you were born to. But you can help everything else. Like there's so much choice. But there are some things that are just going to happen. Yeah, I guess so. Like, mm-hmm. We're just guessing, I guess. Um, so well, that's what- the fun of exploring. We get to well, – I'm, I'm help, trying to help people figure out what they – if they want to believe in coincidences or not. But I'm also actually establishing my foundation of do I believe in coincidences like as I'm speaking. Yeah, you're on a mission of faith. You're, you're deciding whether you have like some kind of like do you do you have some kind of faith for some higher power, whatever that higher power might be. Um, and that's a really good question. So, what coincidence? Um, the meaning of coincidence. So, meaning one is a situation in which things happen at the same time without planning. Right. So, two things happen to coincide at the same time, and there was no like actual plan to it. Which makes sense. Why, why are you frowning? I'm confused. So, two opposing things. Give me an example. Okay, so let's say you and I book a holiday. Yeah. Our best friends book a holiday. We end up at the same place. And we're like, oh, that's such a coincidence. What are the chances we both booked a holiday without the awareness of the others and mm. we met here? Or you just saw each other walking by and you're like, you guys are on holiday? So am I. Mm. What? Um, and then I think what you're leading towards um is definition two a condition of coming together in space or time the coincidence of two events was eerie right like it, it like the feeling of the eeriness of it Ooh. yeah <laughs> which is kind of like the faith but i think what's interesting about coincidence is you would only call something a coincidence well, I personally think people would only acknowledge something as a coincidence if it happens in some kind of positive manner Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, like people aren't gonna, people aren't gonna say like, oh, I don't know. Maybe like you, I could envision like a scenario. Let's say, for instance, you you end up in a car accident, right? 
and it's like just a slight praying and you're in the middle of nowhere. You go out, you get out of your car and you're like kind of like mad about the situation. You're like, oh, mate, you hit me. The guy gets out of the car. It's your neighbor. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what a coincidence. That's yeah. so strange. Now like the situation's immediately diffused. It turns positive because you're like, oh, it's my neighbor. I can't just be all of a sudden just so. It probably end up being like a more positive situation. It could be. It could not be as well. But an accident is a coincidence in some sense. <laughs> it is. But we call it an accident. Yeah. It's kind of like the idea of a mistake. Like for so long I, I hated that word because humans, yes, we make choices that in hindsight aren't the wisest. But to me, every choice that is made is can be transformed into an intentional choice and you can see how you there's purpose behind it and how it's like even led you to for example be the person that you are today or for example led you to having a deeper relationship with your neighbor mm. yeah i honestly think we started off with do we like the question do we believe in coincidences i think i think we kind of i think we kind of missed what a coincidence is in some sense Perhaps. Maybe you did with that story. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. See, it's so hard to grip. What the gra- fuck is a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's two plans. Yeah, I, I get the definition, but it's it's just interesting how you could apply it to so Ooh. many different scenarios. Think give me a scenario. Can you give me a scenario? I was just going to say, think of the word coincidence, like two incidents coming together. Yeah. Yeah, coin. No, coincidences. Co, yeah, co. Coincidences. Coin. <laughs> Edences. <laughs> Give you a scenario of a coincidence. The more you say the word, the less I understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, you, um, uh, that's the whole English language, but oh, because there's yeah. so many different ways in context you could use a particular word and therefore it has like the ch- whole meaning of the word could change depending on how you use it. Um, so like English, English can be like that because it ends up being gibberish if you think about it too hard. Mm. Um, this question is really a deeper question than do you believe in coincidences? What is a coincidence? It's it's questioning your foundation of what you believe to be true about the world. Mm. Yeah. Do do things happen for a reason is yes. the question. Yes. Do you believe that there is a divine plan that in fate or do you believe in choice? Because at the end of the day, I feel like luck is also a belief in fate and um, – like, there's a shock element to it. Like, oh, that was lucky. Mm. But I, I think there's also a deeper, um, yeah, meaning to that. It's a sad way to look at life, but... You think it's sad? Well, it's just it won't help you because if you get a string of bad luck, you will then think that your inevitable future will also coincide with, like, this direction. I don't... I disagree. One, I know you disagree. Um, Okay, let me ask you the question then. Um, So do you believe in fate? 
Yes, yes or no? Yes. Why? Because there are some things that are out of my control. Everything's out of your control. That's literally what, I, what I'm saying. I, like I said earlier, everything, it, everything, well, everything is out of control, but you have, we have so much choice within our frame of reality, of existence. Yeah, but that, that, that's not answering the question. What was the question? Do you believe in fate? I, and so. I want a lawyer. <laughs> oh, no, but like, so. Yeah. So you, you think because, because everything's out of control, it has to be then Most laid things. out for you. Most do, things, not everything. Do you get to have it both ways? Yes. Okay, so you believe that there's like, there's a path laid out for you. Yes. But you get choice in how that how you get to the end result. Yes. Or even if you're thinking about like the purpose of your life, right? The 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 highest purpose of your life, let's say it's to help people you get choice in how it is that you help people. Yeah. You could be a nurse. You could be um, a mum, like caring in a, in a caring way. You could just be living your best life and living by example. Mm. And that's your way. Like you living your best life, living by example, is your way of helping people because people see you and they become inspired by you. Or they get triggered by you and then that's an invitation for them to look inside of them and eventually become empowered and inspired by that. So either way, you know. I think a lot of people don't make it to that point, but and they just check out. So I like that's why I would argue that, that like you might be predisposed to a whole heap of different talents and gifts that you kind of start off with, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of that is like oh, the. I don't know if we spoke about this last time on the podcast or we just had a conversation because it's been like, it's been a fortnight. Um, I think we may have just talked about it um, throughout the fortnight. Explain it, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this study done on um, like this whole host of identical twins and like it was it was in the thousands right they they viewed these identical twins in some european country i have a feeling it was probably like the netherlands or something um and they did this experiment on all of these twins and all they the the question they were asking was is it nature versus nurture and so they took these identical twins what do you mean well because the the like they're identical twins, so their genetics are effectively who they, exact. is who they are, nature or nurture. Right. Yeah. So are you are you from the outset predisposed to the um your your Are you born who you are or do you are you raised to become somebody that you are? Yes, exactly. Yes. Um and does like does either matter, right? Mm-hmm. So they did this study on these twins and they did a longitudinal study. So they did it over pretty much all the way till adulthood. And what they established was, was essentially 50% of it is nurture and mm-hmm. 50% of it is nature. Mm. Right? And so, well, at least that's what the scientists came to the conclusion of. You can look at that in two ways. You can go, oh, whoa, that means like, 
I'm pretty cooked and that's going to be a really hard thing to overcome. Or you can be like, no, I've got the, I've got the ability to select my life circumstances and how I lead my life in a positive manner and I can increase my chances of success by a coin flip of 50%, mm-hmm. right? You could be 50% better off if you just switch your life around, yeah, which is huge. Action. Take action, right? Mm-hmm. And then even if like let's say you had a poor upbringing, mm-hmm. you could do 50% better for your kid because mm-hmm. they have your genetics, yes, mm-hmm. but if you give them 50% better of an environment, they're going to be a 50% better of a person, yeah. which is a huge amount. Yeah. Huge amount. Um, Damn. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy question to ask as well. How did we get to that question? We were just talking about, you know, do you believe in fate? And, you know, is it, is it fate or is it choice? Yeah. And so I guess it's a bit of both. In that, in that sense, if I'm going to say you're you're given a whole host of talents and gifts that you're genetically predisposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also your nurturing of those talents of gifts will allow you to reach your fullest potential. Mm. People don't often, like if they have some really bad circumstances and they don't get what you're saying empowered eventually, they have the capability of just completely running their life into the ground. And that happens all the time. So w- w- would you say that is an action of, fate what that their lives are run into the ground and let's say they just opt out they suicide is that fate oh my god no suicide is a choice but and i can say that having been in that space but i don't think even if you are basing your life on your bad experiences on that that let's say 50 percent that that the that the nature that you grow on, nurture, whatever, the nurturing environment you grew up in was actually not nurturing at all, is a bad experience. Even if your life is like hard and shit and you're held back by all this stuff, that in itself to me can be part of fate because it is entirely possible that living your life and all those experiences that you have are going to, at some point, if you choose to allow it to, shape you into a, a a different person so like there are and i i i want to speak i think for the majority of people who grow up in environments where they struggled and i'm not just saying traumatic environments i'm saying just like environments that they didn't you know maybe they had an absent parent or they weren't nurtured very well most of the time people want to turn their lives around they want their kids to have a better environment than they did and they want to become a better person. And so many people, that, so many women that I talk to that are around our age, the reason they say they're not ready for kids is because they don't feel like they're capable to deliver a better environment to their children if they were to have a child now, which is not true. Well, Even just the awareness of that. Yeah, if you're aware of it, then it shows that you're thinking about it. So therefore, you're probably going to be a better parent than, or or a different parent. But that that's the thing too is different like different doesn't mean better. Exactly. So you're you're still weighing up that whether like the the way you would do it is is actually going to be the right way, and everything's a gamble. But mm. I, I don't think that really answers the the question. Still, sorry, I went on a tangent. Yeah. So I asked you if someone gets into a really dark space mm. and they opt out of life. Mm. Is that fate? Would or is it like are they destined to kill themselves? Were they destined to do that? Because I would argue 
No. Yeah, I would argue. I would argue no. Right. Yeah. And so you like to I contribute a certain amount of control on the negative sides of your life. However, the positive sides of the things you like to say is lucky. And what I'm saying is that's like either way, even if you're in a in a negative mindset or a positive mindset, it's a bad way to look at it with regards to luck because it reduces your own ability to dig yourself out of a poor situation. It takes power from the people who are struggling. That's why it's that, well, I have the 50-50 mentality of fate versus choice. And I think that's that's a good, I think that's a good mentality to have. Knowing that at any moment you can dig yourself out of the hole that you're in. Yeah. Um, I guess I, we're also kind of conflating two things here because I also can see that like if you picture coincidences as these things that are fate showing you that you're in the right direction, but then in some sense a coincidence, if you if by the definition is two things happening at the same time that weren't planned, which is luck. Mm then also you're saying that the positive things that are happening in your life are just lucky rather than in your control and you're reducing the power in which you put into the effort, the motivation, all the hard work that you did to get yourself to that point where that moment happened and you had an opportunity to push forward into it and maybe better yourself and better those around you in your situation. Mm -hmm. You're reducing your own power and how you got to get there. Mm. So I think like in some in some senses it's really good to have have faith um but I also think if you if you think it's all based off just luck it's a poor way of looking at it. Mm. And maybe maybe the like coincidences are just opportunities given to you as lifelines to um, choose a better direction, but yeah. you still have power over choosing your direction. Hundred percent, right? Like you could, <laughs> you could run into, like, let's say a holiday scenario again. You're on a holiday. You've booked this holiday. You don't really get along with uh, your neighbor or something. You run into them into them on the holiday, and you're just like, "This is going to ruin my holiday," mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Or you could be like, "Hey, this is a great opportunity to see my neighbor with their guards down. Maybe I yeah. get to know them. Maybe we could be really good friends." And then this is going to be the breakthrough moment in which I now have the best home in the street because I get along with everyone on the block, and therefore it really feels like a good community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I was two situations came to mind for coincidences and and you know all that. So first one is I actually thought about my day three of my love, sex, and magic masterclass. I go over this topic quite a lot, um, which is actually still available in the link of my bio for free if you want to check it out. But um, I talk about and what came to mind was periods. Right, I can't help that I have a period. That is out of my control. I mean, unless I lost a crazy, unless I was like anorexic, <laughs> which would be choice, um, then I wouldn't get my period. But I, I don't have choice over my period. What I do have choice over, I see as a multitude of things. I have choice over how I look after my body, the um, education that I give to myself as an adult to reduce any symptoms that are causing me pain and things like that. So I see, am I off track? Yeah, those aren't coincidences. Okay. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Just ignore like, that I said that. <laughs> but I have another one. Okay, so I got I got distracted, but I really wanted to make that point for some reason. So clearly it needed to be said. Again, yeah, I, I don't think, think I, that was a coincidence. I think that was fate. Um, <laughs> well, you're, you're saying that you, what kind of what I was saying is that you've got choice. Yeah. You're pointing the choice. I'm pointing out What's choice. What's your other point? So there is this idea or, and, you know, I, I haven't looked into it greatly, but um, that certain ideas were came about through inventions at the same period of time in different areas of the world before there was communication in the way that we have it now yeah they have they have experiments to show this like they've done it with mice i think they like had a maze on one side of the world and they had mice figure out I think it was mice, and they had mice figure out the how to navigate this maze, and somehow it improved the speed in which other mice on another in another complete different place figured out how to conquer this maze. Mm. But like my mind immediately goes, "There's so many confounding variables." There is a lot of variables, but it does sound cool, right? Like maybe. Yeah. And then you're leading into the question of what is consciousness? Is consciousness something that is outside of our bodies? And like this morning we jokingly were having a laugh when we woke up and I was like, imagine if the sun was just like this like cool hip guy and he's got... He's like a living being. He's like a living being and he's just hanging out and... All the other sons like kind of look at him and they're like, damn, he's doing things so cool. Like I was joking about saying like, oh. He's got a bunch of pets on planet Earth. (laughs) He's got this moon that hangs around and it's so dope. It's this disco ball. He's got this new disco ball. He's moonwalking. (laughs) And we're just having this laugh about like what if the sun actually was like this thing that's alive. Um, And technically. We we can't measure consciousness. So we, we don't know if. Like the planet we're on even has like its own uh, like conscious thought. Mm. Even if even if we could establish if it did, how would we know how it even communicates? Like it could be completely different to us, right? But what if every time it's sick of humankind, it just the Earth creates an ice age? (laughs) (laughs) It could. You never know. Yeah. That idea of consciousness could, like a thought happening, right? To me, like the thoughts that just spontaneously arrive in your head, they they don't appear to originate from something. They kind of just pop out of the ether. Mm. And are those things just floating around and is that faith? Sometimes it could be like an, an intentional higher power giving you this foresight or is it that we're all connected in some sense and one thought could have sparked in one person and then therefore you've also had that thought because it's like in this like in the air almost like an atmosphere or electromagnetic field yeah right and then that's why i guess people try and call auras and things like that but you do have some kind of electromagnetic field like literally everyone is radiating some kind of electromagnetic field yeah we're fucking robots man yeah and in some sense we are robots um and the earth is beaming it out from the core and the way the the mantle shifts and the iron and nickel inside it are moving and that creates electromagnetic fields as well. It's everywhere. 
Um, the thing is, is like we're, we're there's no tangible way to actually prove that yet. So mm. it, we're just taking guesses at everything. Mm. But there are these eerie coincidences that occur that you're like, oh, how did that pop up on one side of the world? And it also happened on the other side of the world with no connection to it. That is like this weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is that? That's That would be the most epic question to be able to answer. I think that's what everyone's trying to answer and that's what re- religions are. But We could just enjoy it for what it is too. Another coincidence was, okay, so my mum never has chewing gum because it puts her jaw out and I know this. She always has mints. And so she came in yesterday to the salon to get her lashes done and I walk in and I was like, do you have any like gum or mints by any chance? And she was like, it is so weird that you say that because the other day I just felt like buying gum. So she bought gum and she put it in her handbag and she brought a, uh, a, was carrying a different handbag than she usually carries to my salon. And that was the bag that had the gum in it. Interesting. Yeah, that's a coincidence. That's yeah. a good example of a coincidence. It was a bunch of different choices that led to coinc- a coincidence. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, though, because, like, she kind of planned it in some sense, but she there's no way she could have known that you wanted gum. Yeah. The, the thing is about that, if you want to think about consciousness in that way, people don't like to because because we don't have, like, any evidence of showing that that actually exists, people immediately dismiss it, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, I, I completely understandable. I would also lean towards doing that as well. But the other thing is, is like it also takes their control over like some situations as well. Like because like if you don't have control over your own thoughts and they're just like floating around, mm. um, like how do you tangibly access them? Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I I think the key is the fifty fifty. Yeah, but if, what if what if you lived in a world where it was just completely normal to believe that um, there are like consciousness is this like thing that interacts with people outside of it, and everyone just did kind of follow their gut intuition. And mm-hmm. for instance, like your mum buying gum on a whim like that, mm-hmm. and we just normalize like doing things for others in a sense and just accepted the coincidence. I think the issue is is the world we live in steals our attention so much through marketing that it removes your ability to tell what are your actual intuitive wants yeah. and what are the wants being projected out to you. Yeah. So that's like that could muddle the signal in some sense if there was like some kind of signal. That's a really interesting question about coincidences. Mm. Um, the saying, do you believe in coincidences? Like the question in like like said like that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just talking. <laughs> and we bring to you with this intermission from Ashley. Um, the, the question, do you believe in coincidences, is kind of a silly question in some sense because 
obviously coincidences happen. So we all believe in coincidences because we know they happen. And the actual question was, is do you believe in destiny, I think, or fate? Um, which is a really cool question to ponder. Um, but yeah, that was, that, was, that was a good, good chat. That was fun. If you've got something else. Oh, can, uh, I was just going just, to... Uh... I was going to talk about my um like just just instilling like this really appreciation type atmosphere around your life like appreciating those around you and i had this like experience the other day um and i gave you an example of that this morning uh well sorry i gave you an example of that just earlier with like how i was commending my principal and the way he acted and i'm trying to do that more and more often like compliment people on the things they do. And it's just so interesting because once you start doing that, more people start doing that back to you more. And it feels so good to have like that relationship with everyone because a lot of the time people just like to talk about negative things. And it's understandable because life in some sense is suffering, right? Like mm-hmm. there's hard things you have to continually do in order to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you focus on just those things and you just only communicate about those things, they, they just intoxicate your well-being. Yeah, but, like the more gratitude you have in your life, the more grateful you're going to be. A hundred percent. It's a skill to develop. And so like, I've, I've been trying to compliment people more, but I received a really cool compliment of um, one of my sports assistants. The other day I was running a, um athletic testing clinic and I was talking to the kids and the parents and um, I was just giving my spiel about what the program was all about and what we were going to do within the session. And we, as um, I was gathering the kids and kind of setting some things up, my sports assistant came up to me and he was like, wow, that was, that was really impressive. I, like He was kind of just shocked that he didn't realize I had that kind of like a different gear for that mode in me. And I was like, I, I thanked him immediately. I was like, yeah, I really appreciate you saying that to me, man. Like, thank you. Um, and I followed that up with, yeah, yeah, this is, this is my thing. Like, this is what I'm really good at. Um, but it's just so cool to be recognized sometimes in that sense. And so if you're ever in the opportunity where someone is doing something and you kind of notice their, their glow at it, just drop them a line. Like Mm. you're going to create like a really cool relationship with that person. And they're also just going to also beam that onto someone else later. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, and that's going to build up your ability to have this more positive mindset yeah, moving forward on life for sure for sure and i, I apologize because <laughs> my thoughts weren't very well formed and i said this to chaz earlier today because i i'm great at written form like being you know expressive in written form and in word form not the greatest i think you're pretty good no, don't yeah don't belittle yourself like that you're pretty good at it it's pretty hard to uh just talk off the cuff and be absolutely on point every single time mm, that's true yeah it's definitely yes. a skill um and that's a really like weedy question like it, you get in the weeds with that one that one's like a tough tough one to answer because mm. yeah it, it, like we said it's a bigger question it's really questioning do you value logic more or do you value um, spirituality? Intuition? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's at the crux of the question. Um, so the card that I pulled oh, is a good one. 
it's called the inner temple and it's all about um tuning into your heart I suppose but what what that really what it's really saying is tuning into yourself not being so distracted by the the world and the things that are out there the things that are unimportant and coming back home to you devoting time to yourself for yourself enjoying your time and from there you'll find that the things in life that may bother you don't seem so important anymore and I, I kind of had this revelation the other day in terms of that when it comes to um, love, right? To me, and this is like my personal belief, a lot of, if you want to put meaning to life, a lot of our experiences is all about, or my experience in my life is about coming back to love and seeing other uh, all the ways that I can learn to not only love other people more in a deeper way, but giving that to myself as well. I have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> you're a bit all over the shop today, really aren't you? I am. I really am. I think you're just, uh, the, the coffee is kind of lingering out of you now. You're on the, the downside yeah. of the coffee tick. Maybe you just didn't need to be said. Who knows? <laughs> it's, it's fate. It's destiny. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that Britney Spears ad. Where it was like, it was for her perfume called Destiny. (laughs) She walks, it's like you see this woman with the crystal ball and then Britney Spears walks into the tent and sits down and the lady's like, would you like me to tell you your destiny? And she was like, no thanks. I create my own destiny and walks out. (laughs) It's like, why did you walk there in the first place, bitch? (laughs) Just runs in to just ruin that lady's day. Mm. (laughs) Uh, pretty much what I was trying to say before is like remembering what's important in life. Um, is it the work that, you know, like the, the job that you're doing? Is it those things that frustrate you? Is it all the things that hold you back? Or is it, is it something more? Or do you want Family. it? Do you want it to be something more? Yeah. Why? Girlfriend, partner. Yeah. Why, why is, and even like, why is that important to you? Why is family important to you? Well, it, it brings me a lot of joy. So is joy the meaning that you want to give to your life? Mm. And then how can you create that more? Yeah. I Like uh, one of my work colleagues at work, he, he said to me one day, he's like, hey, man, like make sure you don't forget why you're doing this job. Like, I come to work. I know we love teaching. We love working with kids. But I'm here to earn a living so I can support my family and my family's number one priority. And so, like, it was just cool because, like, most people would just answer that question. It was like, no, I, I just, I'm here because I love teaching kids. I was like, yeah, obviously, we're all here because we love teaching kids. But you're actually here so you can create the lifestyle that you want in order to, up, like, bring up the best children or what, whatever it might be, or, or have the best relationship with your partner or. If you're really lucky, maybe you are actually there to only solely teach kids because that's you feel genuinely like that's your whole purpose in life. Mm. But a lot of the time, um, especially once you have kids, you need to shift your focus to what is your number one priority here. Mm. And but even remembering why, like your why, why mm. is your family important to you? Well, I love them. They bring me lots of love. They bring me lots of joy. They bring me. Um, fulfillment 
They bring me purpose. My existence, I feel like I have purpose here because of my family. And so your family is the base level why, but beyond that, there's like a deeper level to that and, and, and tuning into what that is for you. Actually allowing yourself to sit down with yourself and, and, and understand that. And I think if, if you have that reason why for yourself, all your choices that you make and you keep coming back to, does this choice align with, you know, the thing that I, I value most, that the reason um, and if it does, then it's a good indication to maybe choose that and your life's probably going to be way better at the end of the day. Well, maybe it already is. Or maybe it sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, just kidding. All right. Signing out. Signing out. So I actually recorded more of the card reading because what I was saying didn't actually hit the nail on the head um, to what actually needed to come up for that card reading. So yeah, here it is. Today's card is called the Inner Temple. What it says is devotion and tuning into the portal of your heart. And now what I get from this card, first of all, I'm picking up like a bit of anxiety, kind of like stress, like I just need to take a, a deep breath. Um, but what this card is, is about remembering what is important to you. So tuning into the portal of your heart and, and not necessarily being distracted by all these all these things that we think are important, all the things that we let our mind tell us are important um, and really focusing in on not only what is important to you but what is important in general. And now I am pulling this for the particular person who suggested the topic for today's episode but this could also relate to you and if it does take what you will from it because um, I feel like this is actually something that's going on for a lot of people right now and not just for the person that I pulled this card through for. So sometimes, especially as we go through life, it's really easy to get distracted by the things that are unimportant. So if we are talking about, you know, the people around us and the relationships around us, we can easily get caught up in being frustrated or irritated by little things. Um, don't mind the chicken. <laughs> that really we have to take a step back and go, is this important? Is this really that important to me right now? And even in terms of, you know, life and life direction, where are you spending your time most, right? And for most people that might even be work, but thinking about your, your mental space, where are you spending most of your focus? Where are you, what are you focusing on most? Are you focusing on stress? Are you focusing on the problems? Are you focusing on, um, yeah, one or two little areas instead of remembering why you are here, and I don't just mean the purpose and your career. I mean, 
what are you here for? What do you want to make of your life? And letting that be the sole focus and purpose for your life and for your choices. And remembering that the house, the car, the money, the even the idea of like a familial structure, the idea of a career, it's it's all something that can get imposed on us and if it doesn't align with us then we're going to feel a bit of a struggle there and it's okay to not only question old conditioning but question where it is that we truly want to be and not where we want to be but how we want to be and so this card is really about spending time with yourself by yourself in a way that is nurturing and loving to yourself, enjoying that time, but also spending that that time with soulfully, having some sacred introversion. So, you know, reflecting on what do I actually want the vision of my life to be? Not just the vision that perhaps I has been imposed on me and not just the vision that perhaps I've been holding onto for five, ten years how I am right now, what's not working? What do I want that to be instead? How do I want to be instead? And then what is that new vision that I have for my life? Does that align with my heart's desires, not just my mental desires, like, oh, I want money. Oh, I want the career. I want the fame. I want the fortune. On a deeper level, does that feel like it it fulfills you in a way that makes you feel as though nothing will be regretted at the end of your life. So we went deep there. If you would like to have a card pulled for you, then... I highly suggest you leave a recommendation. Just DM me on Instagram and let me know what um, what topics you'd like to hear. And if it gets picked, then I'll pull an oracle card for you. And if the oracle card readings are a great start and um, they can really, if you have, if you choose to have the discipline to, you know, journal on those questions and spend time with yourself and figuring out those answers then that's awesome but if you find that the card reading isn't enough for you then I do also do other kinds of readings as well that I'm trialing I've actually got one today that I'm about to do so that is open for you as well however if you aren't entirely open to receiving not only the answers but if you aren't open to the realm of readings at all then I'm going to steer you away from having a reading because if you're coming in with a skeptical logical mindset you're not going to trust the information that's not that's coming through and also that's a good indication that you need to spend more time with that inner temple and really learn to trust yourself and trust your intuition and step out of the logical mindset. So without further ado, I'm going to end the podcast there. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you next week.